Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money, all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters, we have added question box to hear our community's thoughts on our episodes, polls to ask questions on what they think, and so much more. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Estás escuchando Soy Violento Soy Macabre Podcast. Yo soy Dee. Y yo soy Ali. Y hoy hablaremos sobre un caso que sucedió en Torreón, Coahuila. Schools should be a safe place for children to be. A child should be able to go to school, to learn, and return home to their parents. No parent should go through the experience of losing their child, and no child should go through the experience of seeing their teacher or friend's life being taken away in front of them. We all have seen videos of students crying, feeling scared, and finding ways to protect each other as gunshots are heard. As time passes, the number of victims killed during school shootings continues to increase. According to CNN, there have been eight school shootings in Mexico between 2009 to 2018, compared to 288 in the United States. Therefore, everyone in Mexico was shocked and could not understand what drove Jose Angel Ramos Betts to commit the crime that he did that morning of January the 10th, 2020. Advertencia, la información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tenga en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning, the information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape and violence. Listen with caution. José Ángel Ramos Betts tenía 11 años y estaba en sexto de primaria en el Colegio Cervantes en Torreón, Coahuila, una escuela privada y de prestigio. A José Ángel lo describieron como un buen niño. Era querido por sus compañeros y maestros. Tenía buenos grados y buen comportamiento en la escuela. 
Una vecina dijo que ella nunca miró que el niño fuera problemático, ni grosero. Pero al parecer, muchos reportaron que José Ángel parecía muy melancólico, que parecía triste. Al principio, fuentes dijeron que la mamá de José Ángel, Yasmin Natalie Betts, fue decapitada. Pero en documentos que han salido a la luz, se dice que murió en junio del 2014 por complicaciones durante una operación. Okay. De acuerdo that's a investigadores. Two different perspectives, though. I was like, that's two different perspectives. Right? It's like, oh, she was decapitated. And they're like, oh, no, she died because of a surgery. Yeah. <laughs> two different. Two very different things. Yeah. De acuerdo a investigadores criminales, el papá de José Ángel, que también se llama José Ángel, pero con el apellido Ramos Jiménez, estaba ausente en la vida del niño, ya que él se dedicaba al tráfico de drogas ilícitas. Se reportó que el DEA of the United States estaba detrás de José Ángel. Y a él, a él le tenía el apodo del Pollo Ramos. Lo detuvieron en mayo o junio del 2016 por tener en su posición 31 kilogramos, which is roughly like 68 pounds, de metanfetaminas. Y también le dieron cargos de intención de distribuir. Oh, wow. Yeah. They actually let him out, though, in October of 2019. Pero de ahí ya no se sabe nada de él. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. De acuerdo a diferentes medios, Ana Yáñez Hernández, que es la abuela, abuela materna del niño, José Ángel, tuvo una relación con Arturo Hernández González, quien es conocido como Chucky. Él es lugarteniente del cartel de Juárez. Oh, okay. En el 2010, a Ana la asesina. Sure. Yeah, they find her body. Oh, Encuentran wow. su cuerpo uh, cerca del Parque Raimundo en Lerdo, Durango. That's a lot of There's death. There's a lot of There's a death in the family. And part of like narco like life. Okay, wow. That's a lot for a kid to to take in. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, I'm imagining he knew. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he knew. I mean, he yeah. was what 10? He was 11. 11. Wow. For such a short life he had he had a, a lot, lot going on. a lot that's yeah. too much i mean people usually have that like throughout their life but it's been like the first few years of his life have been chaos it's it's insane con todo esto jose ángel se crió con sus abuelos paternos okay. jose ángel ramos saucedo y rebeca jiménez sus abuelos lo consentían mucho like any other grandparent yeah. right pero desde muy pequeño se ha dicho que a José Ángel le atraían mucho las pistolas. Al cometer el crimen, encontraron 20 armas de juguete, de pistolas de aire y réplicas exactas de pistolas en el cuarto del niño. Oh, wow. A José Ángel también le gustaban los videojuegos violentos. They actually found like multiple video games in his, in his room that were not acceptable for his for his age for his you know age how they group, rate yeah. them yeah. yeah so they were older for okay. older kids interesting algo que es importante mencionar y que varios medios reportaron es que José Ángel estaba como obsesionado con la masacre que ocurrió en Colorado en el año 1999 en Columbine High School oh fuck yeah I don't know if you remember yeah. that yeah I mean I Who doesn't I, yeah when I was a kid I, I remember hearing about Columbine um I don't, I don't think I was like six or seven 
We were nineteen, yeah. nineteen. We were ten. Ten. Oh shit, yeah. ten. Yeah, well, wow. Okay. So, yeah, I remember I remember clearly because I remember watching like um a lot of uh things going on about like school news. shootings. Yeah. yeah, around the news. And then I also remember like cuz I used to watch a lot of like talk shows mm. when I was a kid. Yeah. And I remember they would talk a lot about like Columbine, especially during the time that Columbine happened and they were like, "Oh, you know, what like what's the trigger warnings or like what is like what happened? Like why would these kids do this?" Cuz it was like Pretty much one of the first, the first one of right? the first crimes, yeah. uh, school shootings that ever happened in the United States. So it was kind of like, um, what would lead kids to do it? And I remember that for a big portion of um, during the time of Columbine, um, a lot of uh, parents would blame it on video games, like violent video yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. They would. Which we know it's not just video games. No. There's multiple other things. Yeah, there was on. layers to it. Yeah. In this crime, Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, they were um, 18 years old, tenían 18 años, eran estudiantes de la escuela. Y el día 20 de abril del año 1999, asesinaron a dos estudiantes y a un maestro. Ellos entraron con pistolas, explosivos y cuchillos, con el propósito de asesinar a mucho más que 13 personas. Yeah. Con todo lo que habían planeado, era para que hubieran muerto más personas. Pero yeah. afortunadamente los explosivos no funcionaron. Thank God, yeah. I know. And remember, they commit suicide. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there was like so many unsolved answers because they didn't, they didn't have an actual um, answer to why they were committing yeah. the crimes. It, it was only assumptions of, of why they did it. Investigadores criminales continuó... Um, Reportó, they continue to report que supuestamente un estudiante que era que fue amigo de José Ángel comentó que él tuvo una conversación con José Ángel donde hablaron de las armas que Eric y Dylan usaron en este crimen. Mm -hmm. Que hasta, hasta el punto donde se imaginaron cómo sería si esto fuera recreado en la escuela de ellos. Oh, wow. I know. First of all, they're fucking 10 years old, 10, 11 years old. Like, how would they know? Well, I mean, I, because I, you know, we were living during that time of Columbine. But for them, it's like, how do you know about Columbine? Second of all, why would you do that? Like, the, the internet. It's the internet. They have, kids now have so much access. Yeah. But I mean, so for me, like, to think about it, it's like, Columbine, really? Why Columbine? But yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Para todos, la mañana del 10 de enero de 2020 era un día normal. Se yeah. alistaban, desayunaban, empacaban sus cosas para ir a la escuela. Pero para José Ángel, ese día sería el día donde él iba a cometer un crimen que marcaría la vida de todos en el Colegio Cervantes y la comunidad de Torreón. José Ángel mete dos pistolas en su mochila. So, some reports say que era un, un, una era un calibre 40 mm -hmm. y la otra I saw some that they would say that it was un calibre 25 o 22 okay but for sure it was two okay two guns y también mete en su mochila un cambio de ropa y se va rumbo se va rumbo a la escuela a la escuela mm -hmm. he gets to school around 8 a.m. Okay. y a las 8.20 José Ángel le pide a la maestra si puede ir al baño 
because he has supposedly ripped his pants. And the teacher says, yeah, go for it. He grabs his backpack because he has an extra pair of clothes. Extra pair of clothes in yeah. there. And he goes to the bathroom. Entra al baño y se, se empieza a poner un pantalón negro con tirantes y una camisa blanca con la frase Natural Selection. Pasan 15 minutos y al ver que no llega a la clase, la maestra María Saf Medina se va a buscarlo. There are two different versions. There's two versions here. One of them says that um, José Ángel sale del baño a las 8.40 y él se va donde está el profesor de educación física, Aldo Omar Saldívar, y un grupo de estudiantes. Okay. He walks towards them and que antes de disparar, él dice, hoy va a ser el día. Y le dispara al maestro y a cinco estudiantes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank God que they survived. Mm -hmm. um, nada más los hirió. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, okay. A las 8.42 se topa con la maestra y I mean, she's surprised. She was not expecting yeah. this and she tells him, what are you doing? I stop. And he shoots her. Oh. Kills no. her instantly. Oh my God. Yeah. Y a las 8.43, José Ángel se quita la vida con un disparo de su propia arma. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's one version. Okay. The other version says that when he comes out of the bathroom at 8.40, that's when the teacher bumps into him. Okay. And that's when he shoots her. And then he goes and, and, and shoots, shoots the teacher and the, the five students. Yeah. And then he shoots himself. Okay. But people are believing more like the first version. Okay. Because when they found the bodies, el cuerpo de José Ángel estaba oh, cerca donde estaba la maestra. Okay. Okay. So, están pensando yeah, que primero al maestro con los cinco estudiantes, de ahí se topa con la maestra, le dispara a ella y se dispara a él. Yeah, that one makes more sense to me because it, it doesn't connect with seeing the teacher and then going on a rampage and then coming back and killing himself right where the right teacher where she's was. at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first version sounds more more realistic. Yeah, and um, as a warning, there are pictures of this, mm -hmm. and just as a warning, you know, I was doing the research, I bumped into it, and the body was really close to the oh, teacher. Wow. So the first version sounds more realistic. Yeah, okay. like what really happened. Um, if you guys don't want to see it, just be yeah. Be careful, be cautious because it's it's there. Like yeah. there was no way that you can avoid it. Avoid it. Yeah. It was just you opened one of the reports and that's the first picture that came out. Wow. Yeah. En México los tiroteos escolares no ocurren tan seguido como aquí en los Estados Unidos. Okay. I mean, eight shootings have been reported in Mexico compared to 288 shootings that occurred in the United States in nine years. Nine years? That's a huge difference. Holy crap. Yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially thinking about it, how there was like a 
I mean, I don't know now, but there was a point in time where we would like hear that there was like a shooting almost every week right? in the U.S. It was, it was like, so frequent. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Because yeah, from what I think of where, where I remember, they're hearing about Mexico and um, Mexico shootings. I haven't heard that. Like, yeah, I've heard of narcos like shooting up schools, but never like a child actually going into a school and shooting a school. But that's still a very drastic number of of, yeah. of shootings happening in two different locations. I mean, especially because we're not that far away. Exactly. There's only like a border. In like um, nine years. In, yeah, in nine years. That's insane. It is. That's insane. It's when I Googled school shootings in the, in the United States, there's a list of schools. Like school shootings that I probably didn't even hear of. There's wow. a huge list. And it's like article after article and names of victims after names. It's overwhelming. Wow. Like, it's so much that's going like so many school shootings going on in the United States. And when I Googled school shootings in Mexico, the search bar obviously looked very different. Yeah. When I did that, the first case that came out is this one that I'm currently reporting on. Oh, like that's wow. a, an article came up for this case. Yeah. And another one that also came up. Fue de otro tiroteo que ocurrió en el Colegio Americano Noreste en Monterrey en el 2017. So, yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah. I remember this incident because it came out on the news. Like, they showed the video. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, they showed the video where um, el alumno Federico Guevara, de 15 años, mm -hmm. they're like in, from what I remember, they're in class and he just takes out a gun and shoots in his start shooting in his classroom oh wow yeah i remember seeing you know that video obviously they put it on the news and they blurred it out they blurred some stuff out right Did you hear the audio kind of thing yeah okay they blurred some stuff out but it's he ended up killing his teacher and he commits suicide oh wow yeah that's uh, wow okay that's crazy mm-hmm According to an article by Chihuahua, DeFrank, and Kimmelman, NBC has a school shooting tracker available online. Oh, wow. So you can go in and just look by it up. By year, like look it up and it tells you like the cases. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, so is there like a current one? Like, do we know how, like if there's like a current like one? Like the, the one, the most recent one? Because I mean, happened? I would assume that so, kids won't, wouldn't go have shootings right now especially because of covid and stuff that's what i thought yeah but education week reported that in 2021 remember guys we're in a pandemic kids were half of like last year they were like still homeschooling yeah homeschooling and then there was some schools where the kids started going back to school like yeah. around august yeah um education week said that there were 34 school shootings in 2021 in the united states during a pandemic when kids started going back to school holy crap yes that's still 34. more than that's still more than what was going on in mexico within the last nine years exactly holy shit 34 34 yeah dude even during a fucking pandemic 
as of yesterday, uh-huh. January 20th, it has been 51 days since the last school shooting in the United States. 51, 51 days. days. And also you have to put that in consideration because most of the kids were like on winter break. And they just went back to school. Yeah. So we're just barely going back to school. Exactly. Wow. I mean, what what did they get off from like winter break? Two weeks? Yeah. 14 days? Yeah, like yeah, like three so, weeks maybe? Really? Tops? 51 days? Like, wow. That's insane. That's that's insane. Definitely. It's scary. This is not normal. And it's something that should never be normal. Exactly. It should never be happening. It shouldn't have never happened. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, it's, it's, it's one of those situations where you, sh- where we shouldn't be talking about school shootings and kids shouldn't yeah. be scared of going to school and parents shouldn't be scared that that's going to be the last time you see your kid or your wife that's a teacher or your husband that's a teacher yeah. or a principal or like anything that part of a school the lunch lady yeah. the librarian like like the last place that you think a shooting would occur would be at a school yeah that's insane it is i mean if you remember the one in 2012 um sandy hook oh yes in the, in the elementary school yeah that was Where that was heartbreaking. Hill, they, they murdered twenty kids. Yes, and they were like six, seven year olds. Yes. Oh my God, no. That was, that was insane. That was scary because I remember my little brother. You know, he when he was in school and this happened. I did not. I didn't want him to go to school. Yeah. Like, and I was scared because you're like, you know, you don't expect it. And then I started hearing like threats, like yeah. on Twitter and Facebook, like people were like. Oh, they threatened that they were going to do this at this school this week. Wait, well, didn't that also happen when we were, like, at CSUN? Yes. I remember when we were in that, college? Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time you are like, oh, yeah, CSUN got, like, an email saying, like, the, the threat had happened. And I remember when I was in CSUN, the same thing happened. And mm-hmm. um, even my mom was, like, freaking out. She was like, yeah. oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm studying business and business class. You don't, you yeah. don't think these things are going to happen. Exactly. It's like you don't want to send your kids to school at that point. Exactly. Because it's, it's, it's starting to be, like, an unsafe space. And, like, it, it's gone to the point where you're like, you, you can't. Like, kids are meant to go to school to learn, to get an yeah. education, to further their, their mind, their career, their, their life. And they're being they're being cut short because these kids feel like I want to shoot up this place. And it's like, first of all, that shouldn't be in your mind. What is yeah. causing you to do these kind of things? Mm-hmm. It's insane. Remember, you were telling me a while back about the the girl who. Oh yes, the girl. Um. So there was a case back in like I think it was like the nineties or the early two thousands, where this girl lived right across the street from a elementary school. And um, she decided one day to just wake up in the morning, look outside her window, get her rifle and start shooting the kids that were coming into school and the principals and the teacher that was like, they were just walking outside greeting kids uh, at their school. And she started firing and killed, I think, I think he uh, killed the principal and maybe a teacher. I'm not really sure. I can't really confirm. But yeah, she killed a couple of uh, of. of custodians and i think the principal and maybe like one or two kids and um when they caught her and they went and arrested her because they they distinguished where the where it was happening Mm -hmm. um that they went and uh arrested her and they were like so why did you do this and she was like um 
I just don't like Mondays. Like, I was bored. So yeah, so I'm just going to shoot up the, the, these little kids How? because I was bored on a Monday. I didn't want to go to school. She was like, I just hate Mondays. That was literally her her, her reply, which to me, it's bizarre to think that, that there is like this situation where kids just want to shoot up somewhere just because. Just because they don't like a day. Yeah, or because they don't like a teacher or because yeah. something. They don't like the grade that they got. Like- yeah, like I remember there was also another case where. Um, this is like a little bit different, but he did go on a rampage for like a college and he just decided to shoot up his campus um, because girls weren't attracted to him. And I was just like, really, you're going to shoot up a whole bunch of girls at a fraternity in your college because they don't want to date you. Uh, It's it's one of those things that you're like, this is this shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Go get therapy. Don't fucking shoot up a school. Yeah. Something's wrong, go talk to someone. Talk to a professional. Exactly. Don't go hurt other innocent people. I completely agree. It's it's one of those things that you're just like, it don't don't kill innocent people because you're unhappy. Yeah. Horas después del crimen, el gobernador de Coahuila, Miguel Ángel Riquelme Solís, dijo que José Ángel había disparado por la influencia de un videojuego. Esta teoría fue hecha porque si recuerdan, José Ángel tenía escrito en su camisa Natural Selection. Okay. El gobernador pensó que el niño fue influ- influenciado por este juego con el mismo nombre, pero el concepto de este juego es humanos vestidos de like marines mm-hmm. matando like alien type monsters. Okay. Okay. Many professionals went against the governor's words. Yeah. And dijeron que lo que decía la camisa, the natural selection, no era en referencia al juego, sino una referencia a la masacre que pasó en 1999. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because one of the shooters, Eric, tenía puesto pantalones negros con tirantes y una camisa blanca con las palabras natural selection. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, he took... Like, this is the thing when, you know, people start to blame video games for everything. Like, oh, video games are like, yeah, like we have, you know, kids violent because of video games. Like, no, I'm sorry, but sometimes it has to do with the environment that they grew up in or what you expose them. Not not about video games where you could also decide whether they can play those games or not. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not that it's it's dumb. It is. Yeah, in Halloween, that mm-hmm. year before, in 2019, Jose Ángel se había vestido. His costume. Oh, wow. Was. The same outfit? Yeah. Iba vestido de Eric. Oh, my God. Iba con el pantalón negro, los tirantes y la camisa blanca. So he was just obsessed with Columbine. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and it's like people will question. I mean, if you see a kid dressed like that, why, isn't that a red flag? But, I mean, many... Maybe teachers didn't know. That's what I'm thinking. That, like a lot that of he like dressed this way. The, I feel like unless the other boy would have mentioned like, hey, you know, this kid told me he's like obsessed with Columbine or, or something, then like I think that would have been like a red flag that we that people could have like captured in in yeah. time. But if if people don't know about Columbine, don't know anything about it, um, I don't think they would catch it as a red flag. Mm-hmm. And, Yo ni and, me acordaba qué es lo que, yeah. que era lo que Eric había puesto. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember that either. So I'm like, 
for for normal people that uh, don't like like at least like don't have any interest in school shootings or or are obsessed with a crime like that they wouldn't know what 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 they they, they were wearing and if it's a red flag like people are just gonna assume that you just like that outfit yeah, yeah. and or maybe they thought oh it's the the game yeah maybe He's that's why he wore a shirt for the game. game yeah yeah mm-hmm. he's wearing yeah. black pants so everybody I, wears black pants i wear black pants yeah Those day, so. unos tirantes, okay yeah. so yeah i you know many maybe teachers or other adults didn't really see that as a as a warning sign yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. La, la pregunta aquí era como jose angel sabía operar las armas y como las obtuvo mm-hmm. las armas eran del abuelo Muchos cuestionaron, cuestionaron cómo el señor José Ángel tenía estas pistolas a su alcance, ya que la de calibre 40 la usaban, la usan los del ejército mexicano. Yeah. Y también el señor no tenía permiso para cargar la segunda pistola. Oh, wow, ok. Cuando empezaron a investigar más a la familia del niño, se dieron cuenta que había algo sospechoso en las cuentas bancarias de los abuelos. Okay. Habían movidas de dinero muy altas. And things didn't, didn't match. Okay. El abuelo se había comprado seis camionetas en los últimos dos años. Oh, wow. Yeah. Grandpa y no eran camionetas cool. así, like, really cheap. They were expensive. Grandpa had cars. money. Damn. También la abuela se había comprado dos, um, dos camionetas, dos carros, en su nombre. So... Eran carros, like, expensive. Yeah. They were expensive. There was no valid explanation. Of where they got the money from. For their funding. Oh, yeah. wow. Entonces decidieron congelar las cuentas de la familia. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah, because they're like six cars. That's In off. like two years. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. El periódico Zócalo reveló mensajes de texto entre José Ángel Ramos Aucedo, el abuelo de José Ángel, y su hija, donde hablan de lo que sucedió. Okay. So, I'm going to quote okay. what these messages said. Esta fue la, la conversación. La hija le pregunta al abuelo de José Ángel, ¿Por qué se la diste, papá? Refiriéndose a las armas. Mm-hmm. ¿Ves lo que pasa? Cuando lo vi, no me sorprendí. Sabía que tú, sabía que fuiste tú quien se la dio. Wow. And the grandpa responds, Él quería hacerlo. No podía detenerlo. Fue su voluntad, hija. What? So you're just saying, I just gave him the thing. He could do whatever he wants. He knew. I mean, from this conversation, it sounds like the grandpa knew. Yeah. Yeah. But it's and like, you, you couldn't, like, take him to, like, a fucking therapist? You couldn't take him to, the, to like, somewhere to get help? Like, you automatically let innocent people get, like, shot just because you couldn't stop him? He's an 11-year-old kid. He's an 11-year-old. Kid. You can stop him. Like, I'm sorry. Just put him in a room and lock him up. The, the hell? If you're going to be keeping guns, lock yes. those guns up. Don't have them, like, easy mm-hmm. access for kids. Because... Even if a kid isn't thinking, I'm going to go shoot, like, people in my school, accidents happen. Yes. I mean, I've heard of accidents where kids get into their parents' guns, and then they start playing, Yeah. and they accidentally shoot their sibling. Yeah, I've heard of that, which is, like, yeah, it's heartbreaking. 
So this grandpa seems like he knew what was going on. Yeah. Y no lo paro. Clearly, I mean, he bought guns for him all the time. Gave him, like, these guns to, like, whatever he was going to do. And, like, you you had the potential to save people's lives. You to just didn't the want teacher. to. Yeah. Yeah. To save his grandson. Yeah. It's like, now, sorry, but now you lost your grandson because you didn't want to stop him. Yeah. El abuelo por esto fue detenido for unlawful possession of firearms and will be charged for homicide by omission, as it was negligence from his part. Yeah. De acuerdo a medios, con este cargo, el abuelo podría recibir una pena de 18 a 35 años de cárcel. No, por ahorita no se sabe nada más de la abuela, ya que desapareció después del crimen. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, bye. Damn, that's sad. Por lo que ocurrió, el presidente de México, Andrés Manuel López Obrador, pidió que se volviera a implementar el programa Mochila Segura, donde chequean las mochilas de los estudiantes antes de entrar a la escuela, y que era importante empezar la educación desde la casa, to focus on family values y a atender a sus hijos, not to leave your kids unattended. Okay. You know, check in on them if you see something. Say something. Kind of say way. something. Okay. Yeah. Which I completely agree with. I that. agree with that. Yeah. 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 If you see your kid going through something. Yeah. Hey, especially if he on? was like men- melancholy this whole time. And que the- lo miraban triste. Yeah. And I mean, I mean especially, especially with the history. Yeah. The history says it all, but you could have literally done something about it. helped him. Yeah. He needed help. And this was just a cry out for help to see if like they finally paid attention to him. Definitely a cry out for help. His obsession with Columbine was just like, I want attention. Give me attention. Nobody gave it to him. I mean, it's, you know, you know, we, crime, like, we that listen to true crime and we research and all of this, there's a difference in wanting to learn about a crime, wanting to understand, you know, wanting to get into the minds of someone that does this. And to bring up, like, awareness, like, what we're doing. And then there's another thing where you're, like, I'm obsessed with this. And I'm, like, fast fantasizing about how this would look like if I did it. Yeah. That's definitely. Very, That's a different. Yeah. Yeah. Totally different. Like, opposite. Like, opposites. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the checking of the student's backpack before entering the school is an ongoing debate. As many say that it invades the student's privacy. Of course. That... Children can get scared of seeing authorities in the school. Okay. And that before implementing a program like this, students should be learning better values at home, and parents need to be more aware of their children's behavior. Yeah, we agree with that part, right? I mean, we agree with the part that kids should be learning values, and yes. kids should be, parents you know... should be attending be to their attended, kids. Yeah, and I completely agree with mm-hmm. that. I also agree kids should be, like, getting their backpacks checked because we don't know what they have. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, this time it could have been, it, it was guns, but it could also be knives. It could also be explosives. Like, mm-hmm. you never know what it could be. I feel like as long as you check their backpack, they don't have anything that, like, is is going to harm them in, in any way. It should be completely fine. There's no sense of, like, privacy. What do you, what? What are you going to have? What's so private? You have yeah. to fucking what a pad, a tampon, condoms? Like, sorry, but that doesn't that doesn't doesn't qualify as like, privacy. Yeah. Like, come on, like 
be more aware of the situation. Like, kids are getting murdered here. Yeah. Teachers are, like, risking their lives to teach um, students. Mm-hmm. And they don't know if they're going to go home um, the next oh, day, that night. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, they should... They should be more aware of the situation and less selfish about privacy. There's a difference between privacy when it comes to, you know, your social security, your um, browser, whatever, all of that stuff. It's fine. But when it comes to endangering kids, like, come on. Safety. Yeah. And I I agree. And even if if schools can't implement it... um, for whatever reason, the process and the time, whatever it is. Well, okay, parents, pack your kids' backpack. Yeah. You know, make sure that they're not taking anything to yeah. school. That could possibly cause any sort yeah. of... Check. And You're not invading the privacy if you check for anything like that. Like, yeah. Like, on the other hand, you're being a, a precautionate parent. And you're trying to, you know, be there for for your child and also, you know, potentially save other people's lives. Like, just do it. Y es otra parte de que dicen, oh, es que los niños se van a asustar si miran a policías en la escuela. It's like, okay, so you don't think they're going to get scared? When they see it. A shooter come in and seeing their friends laying on the floor with blood getting killed like yeah that's not gonna scare them or, or when they have they have to be escorted outside of the school with like army officials and exactly. like police officers like i'm sorry yeah. but they're gonna get scared either way mm-hmm. why don't you just prevent it yeah it's checking in on your kids if they seem sad hey what's going on are you okay yeah or if they have any anger issues it, it has to be coming out from somewhere. Them. Yeah. Like, you know, check on your children. Check if they're anxious. Like, any sort of... Anything. Red flag. Especially kids that are growing up and going into in through the preteens and, like, then teenagers. Like, it's during the time where their hormones are changing and and, and they start growing into little human adults. Mm-hmm. And so, it's yeah. like, sometimes you need to you see them and, and, and make sure that they're, they're okay. Because... Yeah. Um, any little thing could trigger them into becoming murderers or committing really Any harmful acts. Crime. Yeah. yeah. Nunca vamos a saber la verdadera razón por la que José Ángel cometió este crimen. Nada más él lo sabía y nadie nunca va a saber el porqué. Exactly. Este fue el caso de, de José Ángel. Yeah, that's... El that's, crimen de José Ángel. That's definitely one of those cases that you... You don't, you don't have any answers, just a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they're never going to find out the reason why he did what he did. Exactly. It's just going to be assumptions at this point. Like, oh, yeah. it could have been this. Oh, it could have been that. But we won't know. Yeah, there's what no... needs to change, there's other things that need to change. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that was this week's uh, case. Um, please let us know what you think about it. Do you have any thoughts, any suggestions, any comments, any sort of piece of information that you'd like to share with us? Uh, We'd like to hear about it. Um, And yeah, um, let us know. Uh, We're going to put a poll on um, Spotify uh, about the um, backpack inspection. And if you think that's a reasonable way to probably, you know, help reduce crimes in schools when it comes to um, firearms and uh, weapons being brought to school and if it's you know invasion of privacy 
Um, but yeah, uh, let us know. Um, we're open to having a conversation with you guys on our social media. You can follow us and talk to us through um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. Um, am I missing something? I think that's it, right? I think you named all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, our username is at svsm underscore podcast. And um, you can find us on Facebook at as uh, Soy Violento Sur Macabre Podcast. And uh, yeah, um, review. Uh, subscribe leave us comments leave us comments there Um, it'll help us get you know get a little bit more exposure in this little thing called the podcast realm Um, uh, Spotify is also doing a review and um, subscribe thing so make sure to follow us on Spotify and uh, review us if you have the option because that will really help us in the long run that would help us and I want to say you know with this please parents Check in on your kids. I cannot. It's something that it's. I, there's no other way to say this. Just check in on your children. Definitely. It's Talk very important. to them. Don't leave this for the school to figure it out. Please talk to them. There's therapists out there. We want to help out the kids. We want to be there to support them. Just because a kid is anxious or angry doesn't mean they're going to go and commit a crime like yeah. this. You know, they just need someone to hear them out. Definitely. Please, there's the resources are out there. If you don't ask, they're not going to be given to you. Look for it. Protect your kids. Protect other kids. Protect other adults that are going to these schools to help your kids, to teach them. We need to find a way so that these school shootings decrease because it's too much. Definitely. It's going on for too long. and And it can't be the new normal. It cannot. It needs to stop soon. This, these numbers are getting higher and higher, and it just can't. It, it can't continue getting worse. Definitely. So please, reach out for the support. See something, say it. It's out there. Definitely. And uh, with that, we'll we'll finish the podcast. So uh, see you guys next week. We'll see you next week, and leave us comments, and thank you for all the support. Definitely. Um, stay safe. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Stay spooky.